Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Hi, it's Caroline Stephen, financial journalist. My guest today on Talking Trading was destined to be a child bride at the age of 11. Shah Moore was an Indian girl growing up in country Victoria wearing a wedding ring to school. But her stepfather intervened and she's since dedicated her life to paying it forward. She's a keynote speaker, a mentor and a publisher at the national magazine YMAG, which Louise Bedford was featured in this year. And Shah travels the world, inspiring people to find their why. And she asks you, why do your feet touch the ground every morning you wake up? There's a particular line of Shah's that I just love. She says, when you know your why, it's like you swallow the sun and you shine this amazing light onto everyone around you. Shah's story is beautiful and I hope she captivates you with her purpose. But first in today's podcast, let's hear from Louise Bedford as she shares from her very rich treasury of trading resources and over 20 years of experience, some very deep primal fears that women have regarding trading and what might stop them. Let's hear her now. I received an email from a lady I've trained in the past through my mentor program with Chris Tate and she told me that she had a bag lady fear. I looked it up. There's an alliance study where it was taken after the last recession and one in two women in the US feared that they'd end up as a bag lady on the streets living rough out where it's not safe. You don't have food at easy arm's reach. You don't have shelter. That primal fear, that fear that you're going to end up with nothing, I think is so prevalent. And I think that study was onto something. If you ask around, even women who are earning in the high six figures, if you ask around, you will find that so many of us have a bag lady fear. Now, what's the core of this? Why has this occurred? And I don't think this is actually leaning towards the male of the species. I think this is more of a female concern. And if we think from an evolutionary perspective, where as women, when we're in the caves, if we did the wrong thing by the group, if we transgressed, if we didn't play nice, if we didn't have that community mindedness when we were in the caves, what would happen to us? We could be ostracized, kicked out of the cave, into the wilderness. Us, our children, our entire genetic line could be wiped out because of something we did that didn't fit in with the group. Fast forward a few thousand years. 
Now we have positions of power. We have the ability to say yes and no. That's fairly new because really traditionally we haven't had that power to say no. We call our own shots. We don't wait for the arranged marriage in the majority of cases. We tend to want to rule the roost, but just remember, we still have those primal fears still within us. We still fear being ostracized without protection, without support, without shelter. And I think it's something that we're not going to get away from very quickly. Be aware of this compulsion to take the safe route, to be conservative, to feel that you have to over-educate yourself in every area in order to earn that next piddly promotion. This is something we can change through consciousness. Be aware what your evolutionary roots are telling you so that you can live the trader's life. Hey, it's Chris Helder here, author of Cut the Noise. I just want to say, talking trading is awesome. Shah Moore, you're an Indian girl who grew up in Thailand and country Victoria, and you were destined to be a child bride at 11 years of age. And you were in fact engaged at 11. You even had to wear a wedding ring to school. But now... You travel the world as a keynote speaker, mentoring and inspiring people to find their why. You're the editor and creator of Why Magazine, which Louise Bedford was featured in earlier this year. Shah, tell us the beginning of your incredible story and how you started your journey. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, look, I think there's there's a pivotal moment in most of our lives that truly defines us and for me it was that moment when my beautiful stepfather who was Australian found out about the engagement uh, and I was just a young 15 and a half year old girl at the time and it was one of those moments that I realized this literally this question he's asking me about is this what I want this is literally going to define the rest of my life and literally with the snap of her fingers I had to make a decision to grow up and say what I thought I wanted as my future self would want me to do and I said the words no and it literally sent me on this whole path of then discovering what my why was. So as I grew up and I started to have my own family I went on this quest to prove to the world that I could do and achieve anything, even despite being told, I'm just an Indian girl, do as you're told, leave all the funny stuff to the boys in the family. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, you're just here to become a family person and that's it. And uh, so I proved myself. I was, you know, I had this dirty year 11 report card that didn't have very good grades on it because you don't need a degree to move to Thailand and start a family at 16. So education was not sort of, you know, pumped into me. And uh, I remember turning up for one of my jobs, uh, Carolyn, in, in a hotel in Bangkok, Thailand. And we're living there at the time with our boys. And there was 60, nearly 70 applicants applying for this executive position. And here I was, no year 12 certificate even, sitting next to candidates that had double degrees. And I just had this quest to show the world I was more than what I'd been labelled. 
So what happened? How did you become more? How did you start pursuing your why? And I'm going to give a quote that you've said, which really knocked my socks off, is maybe, there's so many here, I'll give you two, maybe there's a bigger purpose and reason you are here, and maybe there are people who want to hear what you have to say. And I'm going to give the next one. When you know your why, it's like you swallow the sun and you shine this amazing light onto everyone around you. What's your why and how did you find it? Oh, look, even hearing you say my quotes gives me tingles because it's how I feel now that I'm so blessed I live it every day. So how did I find it? Because of my childhood story, I was, you know, told I wouldn't amount to anything and yet I had someone there see potential in me and give me an opportunity to choose my future. And I didn't want what my gorgeous daddy had done for me to go unnoticed. So it became this burning desire within me as I grew up in my 20s. We started our family really young. I had two boys quite quickly. We adopted our daughter from India when she was six days old so we could we could allow her to choose her path and not have it dictated to her and uh, I always thought how do I pay back what my dad's done for me how do I pay that gift forward and not just go cheers dad I've got this amazing life thank you for, for giving me my purpose so we've we've had this burning desire to help other underprivileged girls in India find a way to help them find their why despite their circumstance. So my my big why, and honestly, Carolyn, your why has to be bigger than all of your fears put together. You need to be able to stand on top of all your fears and still not be able to touch your why. It's so high out there. Uh, and we under we, we support these beautiful girls uh, in a rural area in India and uh, only one in 100 go to school and that means the 99 are left on the streets, sold, etc. And that's not okay on my watch. So that's my why is to help these girls get educated to be able to choose their future and give give what my dad did for me meaning and I help women all over the world as a keynote speaker and and you know in interviews like this there might be one person listening who says I need to now go find my why what's my true purpose for being here why do my feet touch the ground every day we're not born just to go to work raise our families pay the bills wash our clothes rinse and repeat and do it all again we're actually here to matter and to make a difference and you you can't continue to live a life if there's any elements that aren't making you happy and aren't serving others you're not doing what you're meant to do and if you're waiting for the weekend to come that means you don't love your weeks i love my weeks and my weekends exactly the same what and i you, want that for everyone what do you do during the week to manifest your why Oh, look, I'm so blessed. I've been a mentor for other women, so I help a lot of women find their why. So I'm their mentor. And we're about to launch an online program uh, that is going to allow me to help so many more women uh, in, in group format. I'm very blessed to have been the founder of this beautiful, empowering magazine, YMAG. So we're sold nationally across Australia and also in airports. And our magazine is so different. Everyone that reads it 
just can't believe how real it is. Like we featured the beautiful Louise, we showcase people who we believe are best kept secrets doing amazing things. And I'm blessed because every time someone read it, they say, Shah, you haven't put celebrities in there. You haven't put gossip. You haven't put diets. You're not telling us we're not good enough, but you're encouraging us to look within by showcasing everyday people who are just like me. They could live next door to me. Therefore, I sit there and I read the magazine. They say, and I realise, well, if they can do it, so can I. Now I need to start to uncover what my why is. So how do you recommend people uncover what their why is? Oh, it's it's interesting. We have an online course called Purpose Finder. And uh, one of the, a few of the strategies in there is, look, there's been breadcrumb clues your whole life, Carolyn. People have been telling you things. So one of the steps in our online course is for people to actually go back through their report cards and look at what teachers were saying about them, even at that early age. My report cards, even though I wasn't at school a lot, would say she's an organiser, she's a networker. If someone, if a teacher was looking for a certain student, I would make it my mission to go find that student and say, so-and-so needs you for something. I would connect people and I was a connector. And I, if I saw someone down and out, I, I was helping them make, them make them feel better about themselves. And, and if you look back through your report card, teachers' comments were telling you about your personality. The other thing I recommend to people to do is uh, to think about if there was a natural disaster in your area and you turned up at the local school and there's a registration desk and that the lady would say to you, quick, tell me what your biggest skill is. We need your help now. If you're a chef, if you're a, a great person who can make beds, if you're an organiser, you would, without ego, you would jump onto your high horse and stand on your soapbox and say, I am good at this because there wouldn't be time for ego. And unfortunately, so many of us think, why would someone want to buy my magazine? I don't have a publishing background. You know, that whole mindset comes in. Any day now they think someone's going to send me an email and say, you're not a magazine publisher. What are you doing still being on the newsstands after two years? You know, we all have that imposter syndrome. But when you put a, a, a disaster situation in front of you, you stop thinking about you and you think about how can I serve others? And then you know that's your why. I've read you've said that when you talk to people about their why, you can look people in their eye and you can see people jump into their heart centre and hear a pin drop. Absolutely. It's it's one of the most magical experiences I have, and I'm blessed to be a keynote speaker. I travel all over the world, and I only travel for one person. And I've spoken on some large stages, but I only turn up for one. And I always have a line of people waiting to see me and thank me, saying I'm the one that you came for. And you can just tell in their eyes there was something that I'd said that made them realise Today is the day I go and make the difference I was born to make. And that, for me, is my payday. How do you know you're living what you were born to do? Oh, I just... I just couldn't not do what I'm doing. If someone said, Shah, you can't do this anymore, I really don't know who I would be because, you know, the calls that I have with women, even our, you know, our advertising partners, we select them. It's not a, 
go to our website, sign up yourself. I have conversations with them to truly see, do they actually still know their why behind their brand? Even though they're paying us for that exposure, we don't say yes to everyone. For me not to be able to, to do that, for me not to be able to mentor women to, to truly serve others with their genius own gift, I, I actually don't know what I would do. I just can't not do what I'm doing. It's so what I'm meant to do. I just want to go back to the Indian child bride situation. I recently saw Malala when she came to Sydney and she was talking about the power of females being educated and how it would change the world. What are some of the statistics in India regarding child brides? Uh, yeah, it's quite young. A lot of Indian girls, and I don't know all the stats because I guess I, I part ostrich myself around it because it bleeds my heart like you wouldn't believe. So I look into the statistics of the ones we can help, which is in the rural areas. One in a 100 girls go to school, and that's mainly due to financial restrictions, uh, which is why we fundraise. We do a tour called Why July, and everything we sell, I do a speaking tour around Australia. Every time I'm on a stage, every speaking fee, every magazine or planner that we sell or T-shirt that we sell, 100% of profits go towards uh, our charity. And uh, look, there are some girls as young as five being married in India. Uh, a lot of them are around 10, 11, 12, that sort of age. And there are things shifting. There are more women standing up and saying, no, I want to be educated. We have such a long way to go. And the overall long-term effect of child education for women is that climate change would cease to be a problem because it matters more to women. Wars would be less likely because we're not so warlike. Exactly. Absolutely. And it's time for women to rise. It's time for for women to step into their soul's purpose and their heart space and lead with love. Uh, it's absolutely time. And that's what the universe and I believe the planet needs is more females stepping into their heart centre. The conversations I have with women around the magazine and who we're featuring, we don't use the C word because none of the women I I choose to associate with believe in competition and we believe in collaboration and that's why we do special features where we profile 10 women or eight women at a time and they all co-promote and co-support each other it's not like she's doing a similar thing to me that's competition we don't do that and I don't believe that the women that are certainly in the space we play with we don't attract them and the more women that can join forces, link arms and make a difference in this world, we will start to see a change. What else would you say to women? What other advice would you give? I would say that if, you, if you're waking up too many days in a row dreading what you have to do, then I would absolutely say, if not now, when? If you don't make a decision today to change, even small changes, to start saying no. I did a podcast uh, interview the other day and it was all about uh, how women need to stop feeling selfish by allowing themselves time to spend on themselves. And we need to, uh, we need to squash the and, and discuss the whole and or. We don't need to say, I can do this or that. We need to say, I can do this and that. We need to, as women, start to prioritise ourselves, put our oxygen mask on so that we can help others. We can't do it until we look after ourselves first. So if you know that you're not doing what you're meant to do, if you're finding life is a struggle, if you're finding cash flow is a struggle, if you're finding uh, that 
everything is going wrong for you, you're paddling the wrong way in your stream. So find a mentor, find a course, find a magazine like YMAG, find books, find podcast shows, find whatever you can. There's so much out there that can start to shift. The number one thing you need to shift first is your mindset. And the only way you can do that is by surrounding yourself with women who are also doing the same thing. And together, collaboratively, you can move each other forward. For someone who's living there, why? Can you describe it for us? Effervescent, effortless life. Where can people go to pick up a copy of YMAG? Absolutely. So they can jump onto YMAG, ymag.com.au, and you'll see all the subscription links there. Uh, we're also on Instagram and Facebook, of course. And to learn more about you know, what I do, my name, shahmore.com.au. Shah, thank you so much for coming on to Talking Trading. Thank you so much for having me. And that's it for this week's episode of Talking Trading. As always, if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. This is super important because word of mouth is the most powerful way that people can get in touch with us. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcast and make sure you give us a big fat five-star review because it helps people find us. You'll also notice that Talking Trading doesn't use sponsors and barely advertisers. This is because Chris Tate and Louise Bedford fund this show from tradinggame.com.au. So to keep on funding it, we need to get the word out. If you'd like to get Louise's five-part free e-course, register at tradinggame.com.au. So until next week, happy trading. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation.